Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Then go over to morbidlybeautiful.com as we are now part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin. right the sirens are still i mean like we can't shut these fucking sirens off they just keep all summer long they just keep going then eventually they'll just slowly go away in the background but you know we're not going to pay attention to that i'm talking about at the beginning of the shows the sirens keep on going (laughs) because the spook show disaster keeps on rolling we're we're only roughly well we're probably i'd say easily halfway through this by now we got about another month or so left in the disaster before we get back to regularly scheduled program before the waters will start to calm down and we can get back to, uh, your programming as scheduled previously scheduled. So, but that won't be until like late August, one disaster after another. Last week we talked about our favorite disaster movie. So we gave you a lot of kind of the stuff that we like that we're, maybe we're not doing here on the show, stuff like that. But this week we're getting back, back on the grind, back to watching a movie and talking about it. And this is a sequel to one we've done before. We're watching 28 Weeks Later from 2000, 2007. Now, this was a uh, uh, sequel to 28 Days Later that we had talked about all the way back in episode 27. So it's been a long time ago that, <laughs> that we did that. I think uh, I think the whole reason we even watched that in the first place is because of COVID. Yeah, we did. You're right. <laughs> I think we were kind of lighthearted, like, ah, COVID, it's only going to last a couple of weeks. And here we are, you know, years later and it's still a thing, but. At least, you know, we got to the harder part right of that first year, year and a half or so. But, yeah, I think when we chose that, we're like, oh, this will be kind of funny. <laughs> and then it turned into a horrible, horrible situation. <laughs> Wait, is this also the one that we uh, we swapped out for uh, Tales from the Hood? No, no. No, well, you know what? No, no that was a little bit after that. No, yeah, that okay. was a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly summer. which one, but that was a little bit further down. Like, I think we went back to like Annabelle creation or some shit like that. When we, we kind of pivoted off <laughs> tales from the hood. <laughs> and that was, it turns out that was a horrible timing on our part, but some, a lot of times we're really good about the timing. And then other times, not so well. So <laughs> a little scared. Well, it could have been worse. At least we didn't already have it released right before. <laughs> yeah. Ship yeah. Like down. it was already scheduled to come out that day. And then, Oh, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, l- luckily that didn't happen, but yeah, anyway, so we're, we're, we're coming back to the, to, uh, Danny Boyle's, um, creation, right? Although this one was, uh, directed by Juan Carlos Fresnadillo. So it's a completely different crew of people and obviously actors and everything like that from the first one, but very similar tone, right? Not entirely different. Uh, he did direct, uh, some of the, uh, uh, some of the second unit shots. Um, oh, okay, so he was uh, uh, yeah. involved. He was involved. Yeah, and um, I'm blanking on the other. Uh, Alex was uh, also the, Garland. Yeah, Alex Garland was uh, also, I think, Andrew uh, McDonald, writer or uh, yeah, producer. Both of them were uh, producers. Now this is a disaster of different types of proportion, really, because like this is this is somewhat like a zombie apocalypse, right? 
but they're not really zombies. This is more like, in, th- in this world, you get infected by this, you know, whatever this is, this virus. Rage virus. Rage. And then you just, basically, you just live to infect other people, right? Um, so yep. it's not like you're shambling zombies of Night of the Living Dead or Dawn of the Dead or any of that kind of the dead variety type stuff, the Romero type stuff. This is more like fast running around. We exist to kill you kind of for lack of a better term, zombies. Right. So this mm, is different. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of falls into zombie apocalypse, but it also kind of falls into the post-apocalyptic category too, because by the time you get here, obviously that by the title, 28 weeks later, you're, how many months is that, by the way? Is that six months, roughly, give or take? Quick math. Yeah, so something like that. You're roughly yeah. six months or so after the original event has gone down. And, like, I guess, mo- what did they say? Like, all, basically all of England, but I guess most of Europe has probably been wiped out by this. Cause I, I guess think, you kind of assume that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they never really get down into, I don't remember the brat, you know, the, the hard numbers of, like, well, this many died and all that kind of stuff, but you're far removed from apparently most of the people that were infected have now died of starvation. So most of them are gone. Right. But obviously there's a story to tell. So the, the virus lives on, but from what you understand here is that like you're six months after England or Britain has been wiped out by this rage virus different in those regards from uh, the past handful of movies that we've watched leading up to this. But like I said, you know, we did talk about 28 Days Later all the way back in episode 27. So you can go to aaspookshow.com. That's the center of the Spook Show universe. And you can listen to all of our podcast archives, including that one. So we recommend you go check that one out. And uh, Donnie, you weren't around for that one. So if you want to hear what it was, was like. Not. If you want to hear what it was like in the days of <laughs> days long ago before Donnie came on board. Days of yore. Yeah, the days of yore. <laughs> Uh, that one's there for you. Also, you know, while you're on the website, go check out our YouTube channel where we have cool series over there like Grindhouse Gutter, Video Vortex, Traumatic Experience, all kinds of shit. Also, we've got our Patreon, patreon.com slash Show. Speaking of shit, Crapster Peace Theater. We've got that for you over there. So if, if you want to talk about, you know, listen to us, talk about just the turds of moviedom, that's the place. Including last month when we talked to not not we y'all talked about <laughs> disaster movie. I still haven't watched it and I ain't gonna watch it. Ugh. So take that, fucker. Lucky you, yeah. <laughs> Lucky you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, uh, you should uh, you know you should kind of delve into the uh, what we actually did and um, I guess as a uh, oh yeah prank so, to so you. yeah I'll I'll throw this out there since he mentions it. So these guys like I didn't have to be there because I won the poll because I had nominated disaster movie. So I. I I don't have to be there. I ain't going to be there. So uh, Will couldn't be there. So it was just Donnie and Smoke recording. They recorded it and then send it to me. And I noticed it's only like two and a half minutes long. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? They had recorded a dummy one where they're basically like, no, we had, I didn't watch it. Did you? Nope. All right. Well, next month we're going to be talking about it. And that was it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, how am I going to make, how am I going to make a show out of this? And then ha ha jokes on me. They had recorded a real one. And they hated me so much for making them watch disaster movie that they wanted to fuck with me. So. <laughs> yeah. A little peek behind the curtain. We play pranks pretty often. Yeah. Ha- happens too often. Actually, you're off the show now. No. Oh. <laughs> Who knows what the next piece of turd that we, we, we will watch. I mean, we're still in the middle of the spook show disaster. So we're going to have one, uh, one coming up here at the, uh, the end of July on July 28th. 
Uh, so actually not this Friday, but next that'll be coming out. So, uh, we'll let you know when we get closer to time, exactly what that's going to be. We're here to talk about 28 weeks later. So I, I guess, uh, before we dive into the background and, and start talking about it, we'll go ahead and throw to the trailer for that. Welcome to London. How old are you, Andy? Twelve. I think that makes you the youngest person in the entire country. Ah, oh, that's just so much. What are you afraid of? What if it comes back? It won't come back. What if it does? If it comes back, we kill it. You come into direct contact with the infected. Run! What happened, Dad? All right, so there you go. That's the trailer for 28 weeks later. So uh, has everybody seen this before this viewing, or was this the first time watching yeah. anybody? I I only started watching it back when the sequel came out, and then uh, for whatever reason, stopped watching it, and then never got back to it again until now. <laughs> so really, this oh, is the first time watch for you, pretty yeah. much, right? Because yeah, I don't remember how much of it I saw, but it was probably less than half. You know, I didn't stop because I like hated it or anything. I just, it was a, it was a rental. <laughs> this goes back to Hollywood video days, I guess. Rented it from Hollywood Video and didn't get to finish it and had to take it back and then never got back to it. Yeah. Even though I own it on DVD now. Yeah. <laughs> this episode came along and I got to finish it after however many years that was. 2007, right? Uh, yeah, Damn. Yep, 2007. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a while. Just as a, yeah. point of, just as a point of reference as well. Now, like I said, back in episode 27, we talked about 28 days later. Uh, Donnie wasn't there, but the rest of us, all three of us, gave it three and three quarter stars. So just as a reference later on when we're rating this one. If you want to compare, mm. uh, we highly recommend checking out 28 Days Later and the episode on that. But just uh, bookmark that for later on when we're giving out the ratings for this one. This one, I didn't really see any other like alternate titles, but, but I'm, I'm assuming that's because you know they, they knew what this was going to be, right? It's the sequel to that, and they wanted weeks. Now, I've heard rumors that there was going to be, they wanted to make a 28 months later, 
And then I guess maybe eventually 28 years later or something like that. Right. But, uh, it just never came to fruition, but I'd heard some rumors that maybe that's being kicked around again. Like it's possible that they might finally get around to that. Um, cause it seems like I saw something just about like within the last year or two about, um, about that. So hey, you never know. You never know. Um, mm. I, the, this one, I, I guess it wasn't, I, I don't know, uh, as far as like comparing the numbers, they, they did this for a budget of 15 million and the box office worldwide, it made 65.8 million. So I wouldn't necessarily say that it was a failure. I mean, like these are like smaller mm. type flicks, right? You know, like these aren't the kind of movies that you're hoping to rake in hundreds of millions of dollars for, you know, especially for, uh, for when it came out, uh, it came out May 11th. So I guess you would anticipate a little bit more once you start, something comes out in May, right? Cause it came out May 11th, 2007. So you would, I guess you're encroaching that summer blockbuster season. You would hope that something will do better than that, but maybe that's why they never made another one after this. I don't know. Um, I didn't dive too deep into that aspect of things, but, uh, well, what I read, or yeah, what I read was um, that apparently they had talked about it 28 months later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the issue that came up is the fact that there is, uh, I guess, not one person owns it. It's like a group of two or three people, mm-hmm. and those two or three people don't talk anymore. <laughs> Willie in <and> his car, <laughs> going back to the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Yeah, this one was uh, produced by Fox Atomic, DNA Films, Figment Films, uh, Sojusign. I guess that's how you say that. S-O-G-E-C-I-N-E. It's either Sojusign or Sojusini. I don't know. And uh, Cohen Films. And, of course, it was distributed by 20th Century Fox in the U.K., but here in the U.S. it was distributed by Fox Atomic, which basically the same company, right? And like I said earlier, it, it de- actually debuted April 26th. 2007 in London, but uh, played here in the U.S. and wide May 11th. Over on IMDb, it is listed as an action adventure slash horror. It's rated R, of course. <laughs> you watch it, you'll understand. Obviously, <laughs> uh, total runtime one hour and 40 minutes. Uh, it was directed by Juan Carlos Fresnadillo, and it was written by Rowan Jaffe, uh, Fresnadillo, and Enrique L- Lopez Levine. And uh, th- the stars of this movie, man, it's it's kind of like a a who's who really of like some that made it a lot bigger in the years after, you know, like, yeah, not all of these were household names yet, but most, a lot of them became household names in the next five or 10 years. Right. Jeremy Renner, Rose Byrne, Robert Carlyle, Harold Perrineau, uh, Catherine McCormick, Idris Elba, Imogene Poots, which is still like, that's gotta be a horseshit <laughs> name, but apparently it yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> here's another, here's another good name. Macintosh Muggleton. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fucking reject from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. Too. Yeah, uh, Amanda Walker. I mean, like it, it really is. It's impressive when you like look back and you're like, wow, you know, this is right before some of like, especially like Jeremy Renner, Idris Elba, Rose Byrne. You know, this is kind of right before or right around the time that they really became much Trying bigger. Names, right? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy what they were uh, able to put together here. But yeah, was there any other uh, things that you guys wanted to point out about this one before we? Dive into the meat of it. And, you know, it's kind of like a running joke here about the credits and all that. Um, but uh, uh, there are no opening credits at all. Yeah. It just kind of picks up. Yeah, I mean, really all you get is like the, uh, they're, they're kind of catching you up on what happened before in a way. Like 28 
you know, this, the, the event happens, the virus yeah. spreads. And then it's like 28 days later, 28 or, you know, so many other weeks later, like th- there's intervals and then it works its yeah. way up to 28 weeks later. And then boom, here we go. So yeah, there really is no proper uh, credits at the beginning or anything for sure. Yeah. Uh, it was nominated for a number of films or I'm sorry, awards. This is a film. It wasn't nominated by other films for whatever that meant. It was nominated for a number of awards, but it, it won Best Horror for uh, the 2008 Empire Awards, and that was in the UK. It won the, I don't even know, Eloy de la Iglesia Award. This is in the Malaga Spanish Film Festival in 2008. And uh, it seems like there was one more that uh, I've lost it. There was another one. In the, oh, here it is. Best Horror Movie at the Scream Awards. Back in 2007. You remember the Scream Awards? Whatever, oh, happened, man. To, whatever happened to those things? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was kind of like the MTV kind of, or Spike TV or some shit, like their version of the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, right? The Scream Awards. Yeah. I'd forgotten all about that. But yeah, it won the uh, best horror movie that year. So yeah, it was nominated for a bunch of others, but that's the only ones that it actually took home. So that's interesting. But one other thing that I too worth noting is before we move on to the next part is there was a graphic novel that was produced that uh, bridges the gap between the events and 28 days later and, you know, 28 weeks later. Uh, yeah, it seems like I mean, I've, I saw, I've seen that before. I've never read it, but I, I, I knew that that existed. Yeah, it was called uh, The Aftermath. 28 Days Later, The Aftermath. I do have the top 10 in the box office the weekend that it debuted. So this is the weekend of May 11th through the 13th, 2007, the top 10. Actually, I'll go to the top 11 because I thought this was uh, funny. Number 11 was the Bla- uh, Blades of Glory. Remember that Will Ferrell? <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. It, it was in its seventh week at the time, but number 10, uh, ironically, and I only say that because it's still got that British, uh, movie th- thing going on with it. Hot fuzz. Remember that was part of the, oh, uh, yeah. Shaun of the dead. Yeah. Trilogy, yeah those guys. They call that. Yeah. Yeah. Hot fuzz. That, that was out in its fourth week, this particular weekend. Number nine was next. Number eight, meet the Robinsons. Number seven, the invisible. Number six, fracture. Number five, <laughs> you got me on this one because I don't remember this. I guess it was a spoof, and it's opening weekend, Delta Force. So I assume it was a spoof of Delta Force or those action type of flicks, I guess. I don't that, know. But, but that many years later, too, huh? That's, that's, yeah. a, deep, that's a deep pull there. Delta Force. making a Delta Force parody. <laughs> In 2007. Oh, shit. That's just uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh shit! Well, there you go. So it's probably not a spoof, and more of just a spoof on the name yeah. with the fucking redneck comedy guys. Uh, yeah. Number four, Disturbia. Number three, in its opening weekend, Georgia Rule. Number two, in its opening weekend, twenty-eight weeks later, it raked in here in the U.S. because it's the domestic box office nine point eight million in its first opening weekend, and then number one. Still uh, kicking, somewhat kicking ass in two weeks. Well, I mean, it was kicking ass, although this was one that we don't favorably look back on. Spider-Man 3 was in the second week. It it already made worldwide $240.2 million, and it just raked in another $58 million this particular weekend. But, boy, I think that probably took a nosedive after that, and that is not one that people look favorably back on. <laughs> it's an emission, it's an emission. It's intermission, it's intermission. Ice cream, candy, lemonade, too. And there's a hot dog waiting for you. The popcorn's popping and it's ready to go. You know all the 
you'll see and get yourself a tasty treat down at the Snack For you, the listeners of the All-American Spook Show podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. So I, I went to audible.com and typed in 28 weeks later and like basically nothing came up. So I just decided to type in zombie apocalypse books to see what will pop up. And of course, almost 200 results came back. We've got, this is an Audible exclusive, The Last Survivor's Box Set, the complete post-apocalyptic series, books one through six. That is by Bobby Adair and T.W. Piperbrook. And that, that's just, good Lord, this whole thing, Donnie, this is for you, buddy. It's six books now. No, okay, so 10 minutes? Right, cool. 50 hours and 24 minutes. Fuck that. To listen to all six books. So that sounds like a deep yeah. dive for you. I'm out. I, oh, you can read, you can read for 50 hours. No, I'd oh. off myself is what I do. <laughs> you think, <laughs> like I'm not oh, doing you, this. That sounds bad, right? Now. That's pretty bad. This is even worse. <laughs> this is called All Dead, the complete 12 books of the dead series by T.W. Brown. This is 12 books. 143 hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, I so, think I'd rather go to church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I'd rather eat Arby's. <laughs> I'm um, so hungry I could eat Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> one more. After it happened, uh, Publishers Pack, books one and two by Devin C. Ford. That one is just a mere 12 hours and 39 minutes long, so... A little bit of everything, and that's an Audible exclusive as well. And like I said, almost 200 results came back, so tons of options there. So if any of that floats your fancy, go run. Don't walk. Run over to audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash bookshow for your free audio books. So now I'm going to flop back over to IMDb and look for the plot summary to see what pops up. And, th- and then we're going to pull up uh, our, our one of our newer features we've done over the last handful of episodes. Uh, I'm going to type it in the chat GPT and see what it's got to say. But here on IMDb on the plot summaries, you got six months after the rage virus was inflicted on the population of Great Britain, the U.S. Army helps to secure a small area of London for the survivors to repopulate and start again. But not everything goes according to plan. Boy, boy, it does not go to plan, does it? So I'm going to type, kind of basically explain explain this to us on on chat GPT, but like kind of in a funny way. So here's what it says. Imagine a game of tag gone horribly wrong, but with zombies. (laughs) And 28 weeks later, it's all about running away from the infected faster than you've ever sprinted in your life. Just when you think it's safe to catch your breath, the undead start multiplying like rabbits on caffeine. It's a wild, chaotic race where survival is the ultimate prize and hiding spots become as rare as winning lottery tickets. So grab your running shoes, practice your zombie impersonation just in case, and prepare for a thrilling, heart-pounding game of don't get tagged or eaten. I guess that works. I don't know. Chat GPT, man. It's a, it's a little off. It's a little off sometimes in its explanation of things. Because, I mean, I know it's in a funny way, right? But it's not really like explaining the movie at all there. It's just kind of like, you know, beating around the bush. Like, oh, hey, this will be funny if we frame, frame it this way kind of thing. So there's some computer out there chuckling softly to itself right now. Mm. They came up with that clever response. So, Donnie, where do you want to start, though, with this one? You know, much like we alluded to earlier, you know, there's no opening credits. Uh, they're just holed up in the house. You know, you've got, you know, Don, basically the main main characters. You've got uh, Don, you got Alice, and there's uh, about four other people. 
they basically are lighting the place with candles. And then, you know, they hear like rattling at the, you know, at the door. And there's this kid, this little boy that is outside. They let him in, you know, basically in the first 11 minutes, almost all of them die. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, almost all of them die. Maybe a few infected when they actually uh, uh, charge the house. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that I did like about this um, is that, you know, infection uh, and I don't, Infection really only takes a few seconds after they get bitten. Or, now, remember, they, they had kind of uh, put out that premise in the first movie where, mm-hmm. like, some people, it's almost instantaneous. Like, you get bit or yeah. slobbered on, whatever the hell, you almost instantly, like, bam, you turn around and, you know, and you're charging at the next person. Or, it, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, some of them, like, you know, like, yeah. they do that. But,. <laughs> But in other cases, it might take a minute, right? Like you might have time to like say your goodbyes and then, and then, blah, 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 you know, so, but they, they had kind of established that already. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say so, you know, um, in the first one, in the first one, that was the one where like the blood dropped down from like a tower. Yeah. Yeah. When that one, and hit the dude in the eye. Yeah. He just happened to like look up at that moment where the one droplet of blood fell and hit him in the eye and then. Yeah, he has that. he has time to turn around and you know kind of say his goodbyes like get the fuck back, yeah, you know and then and I, and I will say like the beginning of this movie kind of starts almost where uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead ends the original yeah or Night Night of the Living Dead yeah what you mean like in the sense of like uh, all they, the people were in the house together you know like yeah 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 whether yeah i didn't even think about that correlation but there is some similarities there with them in the house and everything to what happened there in uh night of the living dead yeah there's also uh hold up in this house with everything like like night of the living dead with all the uh boards over the windows right and all that i guess trying to keep a low profile from any wandering ragers or whatever you want to call them in the street (laughs) except in this one everybody goes instead of just shambling (laughs) <laughs> what now there is a you should hear them coming from a mile off. Yeah, they're just going I'm crazy. <laughs> you know, oh shit, I better go left. Sounds like a bunch of turkeys. Smoke them. Smoke there is the there is the com- the side conversation to have here is what do you prefer? Cuz there's always this argument. Do you like the slow shambling Romero type zombies or do you like these uh we're ready to fucking eat you and kill you running around infected type people zombie well you know i you know i am a traditionalist so <laughs> i have to go with it i've always preferred now well technically we've already said it these really aren't zombies right no, but no, no but these movies have always been considered zombie movies too i think like, that's splitting hairs there it's like oh yeah. well, they're not dead they're infected yeah but it's still using the premise of a zombie movie but when they, we're talking about actual zombies like in romero's dawn of the dead versus let's say the remake of dawn of the dead where they were faster zombies I've always preferred the slower style of zombie, I guess, just because, I, I don't know, just because of what I came up with, with Night of the Living Dead, Dawn, Day, and all pretty much every zombie movie from that era, ex- with the exception, maybe, of Return of the Living Dead, but that was a zombie comedy. You know, they had some running zombies, at least in a few scenes in that movie. But yeah, I prefer the, the slower ones, personally. Donnie, How about y'all? Donnie, what do you prefer? I think, you know, as far as, like, I mean, obviously, smoke, you know, Smoke's right uh, in his, uh, you know... There's nothing wrong with the uh, with the slow, uh, you know, the slow methodical kind of zombies, but it does kind of 
get more intense when they're yeah. like fucking Olympic Olympic sprinters, yeah. you know. And they're just, I think uh, to me, I've always felt like I lean more lean more towards the Romero, you know, the classic zombie stuff. But yeah. to me, this is scarier because this shit can catch you, right? Like, yeah, I, I'm an old fat dude, right? Like, these, I'm <laughs> I'm dead in this world, but. <laughs> In the in the Romero world, I might could survive that for a little, you know. Like, get a chance. Yeah, yeah. Just give me a sharp <laughs> weapon and a you know a couple clean shots, and I can get out of that. This I'm I'm probably fucked. So like this to me is scarier, in that in that regard. But yeah, I agree with smoking that like I always kind of lean more. My favorite stuff is more that kind of stuff, right? What do yeah, you- I think it's more plausible when you're talking about zombies. I guess like not that zombies are gonna come back to life and that'll be a realistic situation, or you know, but. If they did, you would think, oh, they probably wouldn't be very fast. I mean, especially if they were ones that are coming up out of the grave, right? Mm. <laughs> Decompose them. But when you're in a, an infected type movie where it's where they're not dead, they've just been infected by something, it's definitely more plausible that they would run after your ass. I feel like the ones that would dig themselves out of a grave, they're probably pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. if you dug yourself all the way up in the back. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That, there, is <laughs> a, there is a little bit of like uh, fantasy there, though, and that like. If they're right. strong enough to dig themselves out, but they're rotten corpses, right? Like <laughs> they usually come out and they're 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 barely held together. But how the hell do they dig themselves out of the? You know, <laughs> right, right. <it laughs> kind of doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you think about uh, 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 Return of the Living Dead, like you know, oh, yeah. like Tar Man and shit like that. Like some of that stuff is like that's. It looks like you can just go, and they would just fall apart, you know. <laughs> in some of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, you know. I'm going to say the same things that y'all have uh, as far as those movies, mm-hmm. but I, I, it definitely feels like a lot of the time the slow zombie is meant more for like the, the personal drama where like the, the, you know, like the rage virus and the people running around like, like the, the dead is, is, is more of a character mm-hmm. as opposed to in the slow ones. Uh, they're just something to push the character story. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely told from yeah, completely different. The fear way. comes, I guess, from it being multiple. Like some of those, like Nine Eleven Dead and Dawn of the Dead. Usually, the fear factor comes in with not just being one. Like they got one, they deal with easier. Two, they deal with easy. And then all of a sudden, you look this way, and then there's like five or six, seven, eight, nine coming up over this hill or whatever. And you're like, then then things start getting a little interesting. Or there's so they they basically overwhelm them with numbers, and that's pretty much where you're tension comes from i guess with the with the romero style because it's not going to come because they aren't running yet. like they're not running at you so it's not tense that way it's more like them just being around a corner where you didn't see them or or multiple ones i think you get scares either way but like to me it just seems like more of an effective scare in a lot of ways when it's something that like like this that would be hard to combat you know like Unless you're yeah. fucking fat, fast on the quick on the draw, so to speak, like you're you're toast here. You're, I mean, cause, and and I mean by like they just spit at you in your general direction. You know, you're probably like going to turn around and just go ape shit on somebody. You know, like like that. So there, there's a little bit more now. There's not a lot like these too, though. You know, if you're just comparing to other zombie movies, there's not there's not a lot of zombie quote unquote zombie movies that are like quite like these two movies, right? Where they you do time that fast. Usually there's some time period. These are like they ate bath salts and then like a bunch of PCP at the same time. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's what the original title of this was. I meant to tell you it was Bath Salts the movie. 
forgot to mention. Now, that. you know what would be the worst thing in this in this like you know horror universe right here mm. is uh, the woman at the beginning who is a carrier, but she's still you know there, but she's a close talker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned it there when we talked about the cold open and all that. How about Don? How big of a piece of shit is Don yeah. in this movie? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, also, you know, yeah, he. Uh, uh, I guess the boy that they brought in, uh, like once the uh, you know the infected started to basically attack the house and you know kill you know a bunch of people. Uh, uh, Alice and the boy went upstairs, and uh, well, actually, Alice and the boy and Don uh, both went upstairs, and then the infected came in and. Uh, Don basically made a choice to ditch his wife yeah, no, with the boy. Basically, he did. He's just like, well, he, deuces. <laughs> he's like, all right, see ya. Even when he gets out of the house, he looks back and she's like, Don, you know, beating on the window. And he's just like, no, double fuck you. <laughs> and he keeps yeah. running, you know. <laughs> but then he actually tries to help the guy in the boat. You know, just like, it It does like, he, he gives that the old college try, but fuck his wife, right? <laughs> that, I... I'd like to think we're all better than that. <laughs> you know, like you don't want to yeah. be that guy. And then he, and then he, he, he keeps up with the piece of shit in this too. Like a little bit later on. Right. With. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they find her. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How, I don't remember. Maybe I missed it. How did she get back? Like she just meanders back or. No. They found well, her at their old like, house. Right. Um, they do a, um, it was, <laughs> this was after, after they ended up, uh, finding her, mm. um, they, <laughs> they, I guess the military brings her to this facility where they're like scrubbing her down and she's like screaming. I was like, oh, they must be using a scrub daddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, they probably have the same uh, reaction, but, uh, that's the same fire hose from uh, first blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the same one. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, No, there's a, after that, there's a little montage about how she survived, but it's literally like 10 seconds. It just shows her like going up the hill and then like turning around, looking around, going into the woods. And then that's it. Yeah. So she got out. I guess that's all. She got out. That's how you see it. That's all that matters. But like they come to find out she's asymptomatic, right? That means she's a carrier of this, but she doesn't like uh, have the, she doesn't show that she has the virus, but she's got the virus. But I, also previous to that, before they find her, mm-hmm. um, Don actually lies to his kids, uh, both Tammy and Andy, yeah. uh, about the nature of Alice's death. So he said that he saw her get, you know, bitten up and eaten. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's uh, step, there's nothing that's he could do. Step two in his master plan of piece of shitness was yeah. just straight up lying to his kids about the way that their mom died. And then... Well, the final step of his piece of shitness is he tries to snuff her out. Yeah. Well, it was, it was actually, uh, he, he finds out she's alive and because he's got, you know, basically a, a, a key card, uh, to the entire building because I guess he was like maintenance or whatever. Um, he goes into this, uh, holding area where she's held, um, you know, swipes his card, looks at her and he doesn't know that she's a carrier. Um, and it's in her blood and her in her, in her uh, saliva. Um, they, they kiss, you know, and, and he's infected. yeah, they kiss, and then. But it kind of fe- it kind of felt like he would be willing to snuff her out. You know what I mean? But he obviously yeah. didn't try. But because yeah, they kiss, like and that. then <laughs> he's 
<laughs> yeah, he turns and then, um, yeah, the, he, the domino starts all over again. Yeah, he freaks out and attacks her and then thumbs her eyes. Yep. And then pretty, that's yeah, some that's pretty it. fucking grisly, brutal stuff here, right, Smoke? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's going to factor into the uh, Gorse Court. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anything would. <laughs> that in the helicopter scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was genius. Whoever thought of that idea. Oh, <laughs> well, you know what? They probably got the, they could have got the idea from Peter Jackson's Brain Dead, aka Dead Alive. One. Well, day. there was a, also in um, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. There was yeah. the chopper zombie. It was yeah. just one guy. <laughs> it looked like, a, like he had a Herman Munster yeah, uh, cap on. <laughs> yeah, it's because he had like a fucking cake head on. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Anyways, 28 weeks later. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. You know, I watched the, uh, like, 4K Blu-ray, but it doesn't matter what resolution you watch this in. London is dirty as fuck. (laughs) Well, this is six months after, like, you know, the apocalypse. Oh, you mean it's just, like, that's just what it is. It's just generally, like, the entire... City needs power washed. Like, it's just what a mess. Anyway, I yeah, love, there I goes love, our. I love that they. There goes the London crowd. After there goes lost, the London after crowd. After we've lost some a couple weeks ago from the the uh, Independence Japan, Day. We lost Michigan. Yeah, we lost, the, you know, the Independence Day incident. Parts of Houston. Uh, what do you think of them mostly kind of bringing the same soundtrack over for this one? I mean, it was great. Well, I, Why I, change I, it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, I think I also saw like they they only had uh, whoever uh, scored it only had like two weeks to score it. Hmm. Somebody, uh, somebody I think it was Jamie Murphy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, John Murphy or John Murphy. I I loved though that you know the main music the dun 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 and the the crescendo of that like mm. especially in that cold open sequence because like that music and, and you know they played a handful of other times throughout the movie but like. That really just fucking ratches up the the intensity, right? The the tense, like it, it keeps you yes. even more on the edge of your seat. Like all this fucked up shit you're seeing in this mo- this music is just pounding you, you know. And it's getting louder and louder and louder. It's it plays. Yeah, I think it was the big same part. score from the first movie that was used in the beginning of the first that, movie, right? Whenever was, they introduced yeah. the, all that stuff going on. Yep, that was same. Yeah, definitely effective for that. For perfectly composed for showing a <laughs> a time period passing by and fuck up shit happening at a time period. I don't know. I don't know what they said. Hey, give me something to score this. And he like gave him the perfect thing to underscore that particular, you know, scene. And he uses it in other parts of the movie too. When Don is infected and then it spreads like domino wildfire real quick, boy, they don't take long for them to just say, fuck this city and start firebombing. It does. it. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> just kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I think at first they're like, just shoot the infected. And then, chaos they're like what well, fuck yeah. it just shoot everybody so yeah it goes to shit quick yeah that was uh uh idris elba's character uh stone basically gives that order just to kill everybody how about just the premise though that like if you lived if this was let, let's just say you know because we're all here in the united states this happens here right and you managed to survive this god-awful event would you want to go back that quick i think i'd just say you know what i i don't want to be in america no more i just I'll go somewhere else. No. I think I just find a new country or a new place. You know, I mean, you know what? 
I don't want to take any chance. I know they say they've all died and the, you know, it's not infected anymore, but you know what? I don't play with Ouija boards either. So I'm not, (laughs) I'm not going back, but somehow they managed to get what they say, like around 15,000 people to come back already within six months. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I like my place that much, you know, (laughs) but you know, fuck that place. I'm starting a new life. I'd stay far the fuck away from that. You mean there's this rage virus that's going to kill you on the spot? Pretty much. Nope. Nope. I'm out. <laughs> and this is actually uh, pretty much where um, uh, Flynn, the uh, helicopter pilot, you know, he's been kind of on the radio with uh, Doyle. So he flies in to pick him up, but he doesn't want to take the, uh, the civilians like the, the there's a couple of adults with him or an adult. And then um, the two kids, uh, Tammy and Andy. <laughs> He flies the, uh, this is where the, the helicopter scene yeah. where you've got the horde, probably, you know, dozens of infected, you know, just kind of, uh, running down the hill. Side, it just goes sideways into all of yeah. them. Starts <laughs> like a weed eater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually did that to a big ass anthill with my folks. <laughs> I took it. I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Here we go. 28 weeks later, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was inspired by. But, you know, now that I watched this movie and I, and I hadn't seen it when it came out, I'm gonna confuse it in my head. What the, what was that Avengers movie where the Black Panther and Hawkeye was on top of a building to shoot people with sniper rifles? Which one was that? <laughs> oh God, I don't, remember. I don't know. There's specific ones there, but uh... I'm I'm about five six years behind the whole uh, <laughs> not films years. You just count yeah. them in years. Well, at the rate of three or four a year, you're about 20 behind. No. <laughs> uh, how did, so how does it wrap up? Uh, basically, Doyle eventually uh, kind of uh, sacrifices himself, right? And then uh, Scarlet yeah. <laughs> dies yeah, right after. Yeah, she's snuffed out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, uh, you know, infected Don basically hunts his uh, son, Andy. Yeah. Hey, uh, they, this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, the biggest this piece guy. of shit just on the planet. When, yeah. Just, still just when you think he can't be, can't be any more of a piece of shit, yeah. he's even more of a piece of shit as an infected. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He becomes hunts like his patient own zero. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so Alice was basically kind of like immune. She had that uh, double iris uh, type of, uh, or, you know, double iris, uh, uh, trait mm-hmm. and uh andy also has it uh so he's basically immune as well but um he gets bit by d- infected don um but he doesn't turn um but then tammy kills don basically shoots him with a fucking shotgun which is awesome <laughs> um in yeah. a, a movie context is awesome yeah yeah, yeah. well i mean yeah in this world yeah and then um <laughs> so they go out and they're at the stadium at this point, I believe. Um, and then they uh, go out to midfield, and uh, Flynn is there with his helicopter, and you know realizes that Doyle is no longer around. Then they fly out, and you see dirty ass London again from above. <laughs> As he takes off, he says, "Doyle rules! <laughs> oh, oh, Doyle rules!" <laughs> Uh, no, that's the alternate cut. That was one of the alternate endings they had. <laughs> Always eat bananas too. Well, <laughs> twenty-eight days later, uh, the infected are in Paris. So, get a little holiday 
vacation. So it leads you to believe that, like, you know, the story continues, right? But yep. they still haven't, still have yet, as of 2023, to continue the story. But you would imagine at some point, right, in this world we live of, we live in of reboots and sequels and requels and all kinds of shit that it's some, common. Yeah, at some point, like this is fresh ground for a third movie, right? Unless it's 28 years, and then they say, oh, yeah, 28 months. Well, or go. they'll just wait 28 years and then do 28 years later, and then 28 months, they'll just kind of, you know, they'll put out another graphic novel for that. No? Well, no, no. And then, <laughs> then they'll go back to the origin. It'll be 28 seconds later. Uh-huh. That's a short, <laughs> the prequel? That's a short film. 28 <laughs> seconds before. 28 right. seconds before, 28 days later. <laughs> it sounds like we're getting the spoof territory now, and we don't want, we don't need any more spoofs. We've learned that lesson. All right, so there you go. That's 28 weeks later. So uh, no one in particular nominated this. So, Donnie, we'll, we'll let you start. This was a wild card selection. So what's your thoughts and star rating on it? I mean, I pretty much already said that, uh, you know, they don't really waste any time with the infection process. Uh, I like that they carried that over from uh, – from the original personally i don't think it's better than the original but you know it's still bloody still really violent uh you know but i mean i still enjoy it uh i'm gonna give it a three stars ah, this will be short and sweet i'm just gonna echo everything that donnie said all the way down to the score yeah and, and i'm gonna say the same thing honestly that that's exactly the same rating i had in mind because it's uh not a knock on this one but it's not quite as good as 28 days later um, but it's still really good. Plenty of violence, yeah. you know, you, plenty of the same. It really is. It feels the same, you know, in a lot of ways. It doesn't feel like they went in a completely opposite direction with the way this thing was put together and everything. It feels like a nice continuation, you know, literally six months later, give or take. But um, yeah, three stars is what I had in mind. So I'm not going quite as high as that one, but still really good. So smoke, what do you say? <laughs> well, it's right down, right down the line because I, before. We even talked about the ratings. I already had it in my head. Once you mentioned what the ratings were for the first movie, I'm like, yeah, this one probably sounds like a three. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's what I'm going with, too, a three. And, uh, again, the, like echoing all everything y'all said, it's it's entertaining. It's good. It's a great carry-on from the first movie. It's just not quite, you know, you get more of the same, but the fact that it was done in the first movie and done a little bit better in the writing, can't I can't give it more or equal to the first movie yeah. I think for that. And it's more violence for sure. There's more gore in this movie. Uh, yeah, I think you do get some more. I mean, there's plenty that, in that first one for sure, but you, I think you do get a little yeah. more in this. But yeah, it's, it's solid enough that I think it'll it it'll please. And if you if like me, if you'd seen the first movie and I had started this one, uh, if you had never seen this one and you like the first movie, then I'm sure that, that you would enjoy this yeah, to some degree. You should definitely Good. check this one out. If if you like the first one, this is definitely something oh, you yeah. should watch for sure. All right, so Donnie, we'll start with you. Connections. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna enjoy this one. Uh, so, uh, no. uh, from the cast side, <laughs> uh, Idris Elba mm-hmm. is actually uh, connects back to a past Spook Show episode, and it was uh, um, it was actually a Patreon uh, episode. It was uh, Josh's favorite cats. No, from. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, when we did uh, Crafts for Peace Theater over there. So, uh, we don't connect shit to cats. <laughs> that didn't happen. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, if we do another uh, Idris Elba one, it'll connect back to this one and cats. I hate so. that that's on his uh, 
his uh, filmography. That just I'm sure he hates it. As well. <laughs> I'm sure anyone involved with that probably does. Yeah. On the uh, <laughs> <freaking> boring. <laughs> um, nope. On the cruise side, uh, makeup effects. Um, Richard Glass, he's a uh, contact lens tech, and he uh, did past Spook Show episodes uh, for the original. Uh, Twenty eight days later, hmm. Hellraiser, Hellraiser three, and Shaun of the Dead. Well. <laughs> You know, I say by and large, Will, the summer disaster has made your job easy. Because like, <laughs> to me, this is like, well, fuck it. You know, you could say 10 or a million, you know? <laughs> well, with this one, obviously, I couldn't sit down and count how many people actually died on screen. Like, this this number could almost be infinite. Or, uh, according to a website called Count the Dead, mm-hmm. uh, it's 203. Mm. Wow. So that, Sounds about right. So you want to go with that official number, 203? Yeah, I think I'll go with that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because like I said, I mean, like when you get a somewhat definitive number like that, I guess you go with it. But really, this could be like a handful we've already done where it's like, well, also, most of these people died, right? Now, you didn't see it all happen on screen, but you know there was 15,000 people that they had brought back into London, right? So I'd say most of those 15K dropped here. Uh, so. <laughs> it could be a very high number. So yeah, either way. Um, all right. Well, I guess that naturally leads us to let's talk about the kill reel. Highlight kill. I think this one is tough in, in a way. Cause like the, I think I'm just going to go with the one that just is just fucking brutal. It's the, when Don gets infected, from kissing his wife and then mm. what her name was Alice, right? Alice. Yeah. And then just gouges her fucking brains out her <laughs> eyes. That's fucked up, man. Like, and there's some really good ones. Like you said, the helicopter and there's some other really good. I mean, like this is one of those kind of movies, right? There's lots of good stuff, but I'm going to say that's the one that you can look back and like, yeah, that was, that was pretty fucked. So maybe that's the name of this segment. It's not highlight kill. It's man. That was pretty fucked. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. So that naturally leads us all the way down to Gore Score. Yeah, this is much juicier than the last one we had, yeah. uh, which was uh, Independence Day. Yeah, I believe, t- right? Yeah, well, two at weeks, least two weeks in the ago, yeah. in the stream of the show itself, the yeah. show proper, <laughs> yeah. the movie, uh, yeah. which is a movie. But uh, if you're looking for gore, that one's lacking. It this one replaces it for sure. Uh, and it has, like we said, more gore, slightly more gore than the first 20, well, than 28 days later. <laughs> the helicopter scene is just brutal as shit. Like, yeah. heads fly, limbs fly. This sounds like a Joe Bob segment all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> helicopter foo. Helicopter foo, legs fly. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the, the, the scene of his wife after, like you mentioned, as being the best kill is also probably the most brutal. Yeah. I mean, outright. I mean, yeah, the helicopter had more gore, but just sheer brutality. That scene was messed up. Yeah, uh, with the wife, and uh, yeah, plenty of scenes of uh, ragers, whatever you call them, getting getting taken out, arms getting shot off, the holes getting blasted through them, uh, them taking out people, like ripping their neck out or whatever. You know, it's blood splatter everywhere. 
I think it's. I mean, you just pretty much have to go with a. You almost just have to go with a nine on this one, just for the sheer amount. Even though it's not, the kills and splatter effects maybe aren't as themselves aren't as brutal as say something like a Cannibal Holocaust or something along those lines. You know, as far as the sheer brutality of it, the sheer amount of violence and gore on screen pretty much can't go any lower than a nine. I think. Yeah, and and you could argue a ten. I mean, it's. Yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, the yeah. only reason I didn't go ten is because I'm holding because I'm thinking of those more. Yeah, yeah. Some of the right. more fucked up, you know, gore scenes from other movies that uh, you know, you can watch this and enjoy it. It's, yeah. it's one of those that we've talked about where it's entertaining gore, you know. And it, yeah, some people would think it's disturbing or whatever, but those people haven't probably seen "I Spit on Your Grave" or "Get of Holocaust." Yeah, or yeah. Those no, movies. I, so I, yeah, I'm kind of reserved. I strictly bow to your expertise as far as the gore score is concerned, but you could, you could definitely make the argument for sure on this one. It's, oh, yeah. it's uh, there's lots of gore to be had, and it's one of the. I think as far as gore score is concerned, it's the goriest one we've watched since Evil Dead, the remake, the Evil Dead remake from 2013, mm-hmm. back in episode 157. You gave that one a ten, so it's been yeah. it's been a little bit since we had one on this level, and th- this certainly qualifies for sure. But before we leave this one in the dustbin, I'll go ahead and go through the usual. Uh, aggregates that we do. IMDb gets 6.9 out of 10 stars. Uh, Metascore of 78. That's out of 100, so that's pretty damn good. And uh, over on Rotten Tomatoes, it gets 72% on the tomato meter and only 66% on the audience score. I figured it'd be a little higher on the audience score, but either way, I I think uh, it pretty much, they pretty much widely agree with us. We gave it three stars across the board. You know, for the most part, that's, you know, you could probably do the math and that pretty much equates to be about the same. So there we go. That's where we'll leave it. Now that the summer disaster rolls on, we're not, we're far from done with this yet. We still got uh, quite a few bullets left in the chamber. Uh, but next week we, we, this is more of an ecological disaster, right? We're going to be watching yeah. deep water horizon from 2016 with uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Kurt Russell, handful of others. Uh, not, hadn't been that long ago that it came out. So this is a disaster of, of different type of performance. You know, this is like a man-made disaster of, on an ecological scale, right? Cause it's like an oil spill type of thing. So, but, uh, I think the movie, from what I remember, I remember seeing it not long after it came, I don't think I saw it at the theater or anything, but I think it was like not long after it released. And I recall, you know, enjoying it at the time. So this will be a little bit different from the uh, stuff we've done so far. So looking forward to that. I always like the change of pace type stuff. And we've we've had plenty across the board here for the summer disaster. So, um, yeah, we'll leave it there. So come back next week for Deepwater Horizon. Uh, go back to aaspookshow.com. Check out all the stuff in the archives. Go to our YouTube channel, patreon.com slash aaspookshow. All the stuff we got going on. So for Will, Donnie, Professor Smoke, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show. And the disaster rolls on next week with Deepwater Horizon. So goodbye, everybody. And remember, please, for the next day or so, the terrible lesson you learned tonight.